recording live on a first date with the Loch Ness Monster, it's Craft Cryptids. And open a cold one with your two favorite brothers, conspiracies, breweries, and everything in between. It's time for Craft Cryptids. Wow. So, first date with a Loch Ness monster. Yep. Who's yep. paying? Oh, well, there's there's not money involved per se. We're, we're Whoa. In, what we're, are you guys doing on your first date? Well, oh, we're just going for a leisurely swim. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping if I can get, you know, it's, it might be a little too much too fast, but <laughs> if I could get a, if I could get to like ride on her back while we swim, like it's kind of like a tag along, like, a, like playing chicken, you know, kind of thing. That that would be oh, ideal. Okay. But I don't want to push it, uh, you know. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I guess the Loch Ness monster is kind of uh, stuck in uh, its its lake, right? No, I Can't mean, really I think travel. I think it can travel. I mean, I think it can get on land. But the big thing is, like you know, Lady Ness, Lady Nessie, uh, she's just a private woman. You know, she's oh, okay. she values her privacy, and as such, like she could get on land and flip her around, but everyone. <laughs> Everyone's going to be staring and be like, oh, it's a Loch Ness Monster. She just doesn't like the attention, huh? Yeah, she doesn't like the attention. So That's why she's been hiding out. Okay, yeah, that makes so, sense. Uh, and, you know, look, it it might not go anywhere, but even if it ends platonic, I'd love to have a, a, a friendly Loch Ness Monster in my life. So. <laughs> they can't go wrong adding another, another friend who, you know, could help you travel fast through water. Yeah, and I, I asked my girlfriend about how she felt when I was going on a date with the Loch Ness Monster, and she said, well, it's not a human, and it's not an animal, per se, so, yeah, go for it. A cryptid, cryptids are, they're free game. So I guess plus, she realizes it's good for our podcast, because... Yep. If you get in with Nessie, bro, that's a lot of material you could use on this podcast. And think about the intros, right? Like, oh, just me and Nessie hanging out, watching TV in her underwater lair. And um, she's like, oh, man, you should meet Kraken. And I'd be like, oh. You know. <laughs> You're going to uh, set up a meet and greet or what? That's she'd like, sweet. She'd be like, oh, yeah. We, had, you know, we dated for a long time in the prehistoric era, but here we are. And I we're heard still, still friends. Uh, if you could confirm this, so your date's like in a week or, or actually yeah, you were recording live. So it just happened or what? No, no, it's in a couple of days. I just asked her oh, okay. and um, it's a second date actually. So yeah, we have our second date coming up. The Can first, you do me a favor? Yeah. Well, the first there, date was actually a... us um, just having a picnic. Oh, I was okay. on the beach. She was on the shore. Uh, I got to throw, like I was just throwing fish into her mouth. Um, beautiful. It was a good time. It was a good time. That's cute. Yeah. Can you confirm this though? There's a lot of rumors going around that, um, you know, in the cryptid circle. I know we're um, pretty in tune with the cryptid circle. Mm -hmm. If you, all you don't know out there, um, because of this podcast, um, we've been invited to this inner circle with certain cryptids. Loch Ness Monster is yep. one of them. Um, That's how I met her. Can't really talk about who else is involved. We've been, we, you know, we told them we'd keep it private. 
But there's a rumor going around that Loch Ness favorite um, TV show happens to be Parks and Recs. Ron Swanson is her favorite character, is what I heard. Yeah, she does. She does love that show. I would say her her real favorite show, though, and it's just it's a shame it's gone off the air. Is uh, Deadliest Catch. She thinks it's so funny. She's like, Deadly as catch crabs? <laughs> you should have seen the dude who tried to catch me. And then like, I'm kind of sitting there nervous, like, am I trying to catch you? You're technically a, and I put my hands in quotes, a catch. So uh, she loves that show. Uh, well, but- after your second date, we'll uh, talk about that on the podcast. And um, now it's time, y'all, to crack open a cold one with your two favorite brothers. I hope you all got a beer there with you. I uh, I put up uh, this will probably be up for a couple of weeks by the time you guys listen to it. But I put a pull up on our Facebook to see when you all listen to us. Um, obviously if you're at work listening to us, you can't open up a cold one, or you should, I don't know that's your prerogative. But uh, if you're not, I hope you got a beer in hand. And if you don't, press us on pause and uh, come back. We'll wait for you. Yep. Hold up. Okay, Pause. welcome back. Welcome back. I uh, hope you had your beer there. Um, yeah, man. So what are, you, what are you drinking today, Jacob? So I got a Imperial Stout with coffee over here. It's by a brewing company called L. Smith Brewing. They're out of San Diego. And this is a 12% ABV stout. And it says here they added pounds of coffee for an extra kick. And uh, Speedway Stout is the official name of this brew on uh, Untapped. It has 4.19 out of 121K check. That's pretty it's pretty good. Solid. Um, pretty solid. We have uh, a couple of our friends on our Craft Cryptids um, Untapped have rated this. Dizzy Dez gave it a 5 out of 5. Oh, yeah. And then uh, a group called Crafty Beer gave it a four out of five. So looks pretty good. Ooh, yeah, it smells good. Uh, I'm not a big coffee guy, but I like the smell of coffee. I just don't really enjoy the taste of it too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm a big coffee guy, and um, which I think is why I love dark beer, like dark beer so much. A lot of my favorite dark beers have like that coffee and chocolate. Ooh, this is good, bro. This is real good. The best part is 12%, and it doesn't drink like 12%. I could have like three of these and be toasted, bro. This, the taste of this, you know what this reminds three? me of? Three of those? Let's, you could probably, like, on, if you haven't had like a, if you, have, if you like haven't had dinner yet or something, you probably have two of those, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, yeah. for sure. For sure, for sure. You're right, but, you know, I think three on a, on a full stomach, bro. But That's you know what party. this tastes like? You know, if you were hanging out with your friends all night long, mm-hmm. right, and you saw a little a little squirrel run through your house, imagine that, right? You imagine that? A squirrel ran through my house. Yeah. Imagine okay. that. Okay. Right, yep. The next step, you see your, this squirrel sitting on top of your table, right, just mm-hmm. hanging out. The squirrel has a bag of coffee beans in its hands, bro. Okay? okay. Well, this beer tastes nothing like that. 
<laughs> just want to just want to give you that little story. No, I don't uh, know. It's a, that's a beautiful <laughs> story. I hope I, what you don't know about that is the squirrel's actually been struggling financially, and he he's a barista. He started his own business, so what he's doing is actually just you know pilfering your coffee stores. And when you go around the corner to buy a coffee, it's going to be that squirrel selling you your own coffee beans. That makes sense. Yeah, I was trying to go with something cute there and just lost it there. It's a um, it's a really good stout. It's um, not overpowering with the coffee taste. It's perfectly balanced um, coffee with uh, the thick stout, um, like just a classic stout. It's it's nothing nothing um, too crazy here. I could drink this, and I'm not even a stout guy. It's like you you taste it, and you hear it's just coffee, coffee, coffee. Aftertaste is chocolate. It's perfect. So what uh, what are you giving it? I give it a four out of five. Nice. Very nice. Four out of five. I'm going to throw that on untapped right now. What well, out there, bro? Uh, due to kind of a series of unfortunate events, I, I had only one beer left in my uh, my fridge I haven't reviewed yet. I've actually been sitting on it since the last time we, we talked. Um, but it's it's my old favorite. We haven't I haven't reviewed them in a while. Great Notion Brewing. Um, who... By the way, I'll plug this for them. They're releasing an app in the next couple of months, and it's um it's gonna allow you to order beer to be delivered. Oh, okay. Um, throughout the country, so like possibly even you know Jacob, you'll be able to taste some of these here and there. You know, I'll deliver not... across the country, really? Yeah, I mean, I think states that allow alcohol delivery, which is not dude, that'd be all dope. states. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, so it's called Jammy Pants. It's a sour. It's a uh, they have this um, they have this beer in their like regular tap rotation, but they uh, every now and then they do a limited release with like a different set of uh, flavors. So this is called Jammy Pants. It's a tart ale with cherry, raspberry, and lime. Um, the original one is like Marion berries, raspberries, and blueberries or something like that. Oh, so it's, okay. it's a lot different. Um, I'm going to have a taste. Ooh. Oh yeah. That's good. That's real good. The, uh, oh man, it, it almost tastes like, uh, an alcoholic version of uh, that Minute Maid juice that comes in the big old red jug. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know about? what you're talking about. It's yeah. like that, that is kind of comparable. It's a little bit better. Like the the lime, or like the cherry and lime hits you right off the bat, and then kind of that aftertaste is a raspberry. Um, I think this is way, way, way better than the regular jammy pants. Um, on Untapped, it's uh, – out of 268 total reviews, it has a 4.3. Um, and I'm going to give it a 4.5. I think this is the best jammy pants to date. Um, this might be like one of my top beers I've had. Nice. Ever. nice. We have some good beers on tonight's show. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, just a little description here now that I have it on Untapped. It's a 7% sour. Um, an ode to all the parents out there and our love of fruit beers. This kettle sour was fermented with pantfuls of cherry, raspberry, and lime puree. Drink them now because it's time to get your jammy pants on. So Let's yeah. get our jammy pants on. So everyone out there listening on the World Wide Web, 
get your most comfiest jammy pants on, you know, uh, get a nice little blanket. Um, I know it's not winter, but curl up next to the fire because it's time to talk cryptids. Ready, bro? Yeah, let's do it. I don't know what we're talking about today, so I'm uh, I'm excited to see what you're bringing to the table, bro. So we're going to talk about a cryptid today. Uh, this cryptid is from Irish folklore. The name of the cryptid is Dobar Chu. Okay. Yeah, pretty interesting name here. Now, uh, the Dobar Chu, it has a couple other different names. It also goes by the Irish crocodile, uh, sea dog, or water hound. Sea dog is what they used to call me back in the day. They're like, well, actually, sorry, let me rephrase that. That's what... uh. Back in the day, as in yesterday, with my date with the Loch Ness monster, she's like, "Oh, who's my little sea dog?" <laughs> That's cute. That's real cute. <laughs> little pet names, and yep. then you just call her Locky. No, I call her Lady Ness. She's regal. Oh, <laughs> uh, so if you couldn't tell by the name, this cryptid is supposed to look—it's like a half dog, half otter, essentially. Okay. So it lives in water and it has fur. And so it, it looks like an otter um, more so than a dog from what I've seen of it. They kind of come like a fish like canine almost. Um, there's a lot of different interpretations about how it looked, but the most common and the most um, accepted is that it, it's white fur, so it kind of looks albino, mm-hmm. um, really short hair, and has black ear tips and a long tail. Um, and it's supposed to be super aggressive, is what they say. Um, it's believed that they could uh, be approximately as big as seven feet tall if you measure it from head to the end of its tail. So it's a pretty large animal, and it's a large cryptid animal. We don't talk about animals on this shit. I mean, it is an animal. It's a cryptid. I assume, you know, if there's one, there could be others, right? Like, it's got to be a, a... It doesn't have to be a population of them. Maybe it's immortal. I don't know. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. But so, supposedly, these creatures are supposed to be super aggressive and um, have been known to um, attack animals and attack humans that are close to the water, body of water that they reside in without being provoked at all, super vicious. Um, now, most of the sightings have actually occurred on land, though, not really in water, but just from um, where they've seen them and, and the, the areas, they know it's you know, from water. So, um, But it's known to like human flesh, is what they say. And it could you know, travel super fast. Hmm. Um, whether it's in water or out of water, travels super fast. So just think of a giant, vicious otter with yeah. dog tendencies. I mean, yeah, I'm already kind of feeling that, right? Because otters, I feel like we think they're like they're these cute little things, but you ever see uh, an otter's teeth? These things are huge. Like They're like very sharp teeth. River otters, I think, are also like not small, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this sounds like maybe it's like, part of this otter family and it's like the the predominant like predator you know like a like a saber-toothed cat to a as is a kitten 
a regular okay. otter. Yeah, I get down with that. Dabu char. Is that what it's called? Get, yeah, it's good. Okay. Dubar char. Dubar char. Okay. Dubar char is one pronunciation. Um, the ones that when I, I was watching videos and stuff, um, it's hard with the accents, but um, Dobar chu is the most common way it's mm, said. Dobar chu. So, gotcha. Yeah. Now, there hasn't been many sightings in the recent times. Um, the, most of the accounts come from the 1600s and 1700s. Now, um, if you go on YouTube and look this up, though, there is this video that's super fake, but it's, it's funny. and It's a little creepy at first, but it's funny. Um, this couple, like, talking about uh, the, the Dobar uh, Chew, and then, like, oh, we have found footage of an attack, like a super fake. Um, but if you want to get a kick, go go on YouTube, check it out. Now, the most famous account um, of this comes from 1722. Way back in the day. Yeah, 1722, there was a lady named Grace Conley. Um, she was washing her clothes in Glenade Lake. Okay, just mind her own business, washing her clothes. Yeah. Um, her husband, whose name is Trollock McLaughlin, um, was my name right <laughs> Trollock McLaughlin, bro. Can it get any more Irish than that? I mean, I guess if there's a O O'Conley or O'Connor or something. Yeah, if he if he's drinking a Guinness while just everyone's saying his name around, I think that's his right. Irish so she was washing her clothes, and her husband wasn't near her. He was he was off in the distance, and uh, heard a lot of commotion. Heard his wife screaming, and what sounded like a struggle. So, of course, he freaking jams over there, bro. He, he jams over to where she's at. By the time he gets there, she's not making any noise. Um, she's lifeless, bloody, and her body's all mutilated. And laying on her chest is Dobar Chu. Dobar Chu, he's just taking a little nap. He's like, man, exactly. tearing your wife limb from limb is real tiring. <laughs> You know, she has skin missing where uh, the Dobar Chu, you know, took chunks out to eat yeah. her. and just, just a little snacky snack. Demolished her. Well, so uh, Mr. Trollock McLaughlin, being a, a nice Irish man, of course he has a dagger on him. Yeah. So the story goes that he stabs the Dobar Chu in the heart with this dagger. But, but the Dobar Chu, you're not going to get one over on the Dobar Chu, right? Mm-hmm. At that moment... The Dobar Chu lets, lets out a loud, whistling-like shriek. Okay. Kind of like... <laughs> kind, of make, <laughs> kind of makes me think of like a meerkat. <laughs> so uh, this whistle-like shriek from... They were able to put this together after the whole story... What that was is the Dobar Chu was calling to its mate. Like, mm. yo, bro, I'm getting shanked over here. Come help me. Come through, girl. And believe it or not, Dobar Chu number two comes out and is like, yo, bro, you killed my lady. <laughs> I'm going to get you. So um, this Dobar Chu comes and starts chasing him. And he has a horse because, you know, it's 1722. 1722. Horse. One horse. He, he probably was rolling up into town like, I got one horsepower, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> straight off the. Straight up. 
my horse might be 1.2 horsepower. <laughs> this dude is yacked. <laughs> so he takes off on his horse, man, and Dobarchu chases him. And uh, eventually he realizes he's not going to outrun the Dobarchu. And he has to. Damn, this thing's fast. Yeah, thing's really fast. Um, he can't lose it with his horse. So that kind of gives you an idea of how, how quick it is. It mentioned they could travel pretty quick on in water but also on land yeah so he's like shoot let's do this regulators mount up right oh he was already mounted he's like regulators dismount (laughs) you got a good point there (laughs) regulators anyways so he um he goes at it the dobarchu man he has his dagger and um he's fighting for his life and he kills it he kills the dobarchu and these things are whack it's Easy. the end of it, right? So um, he buries his wife um, in a cemetery that's um, kind of close to the lake. It's called uh, Conewall Graveyard. So she's buried there. And then he lived his life, and he ended up, he ended up dying eventually, and he's buried with her. So um, this gravesite is legit. I looked it up. This gravesite does exist. Um, so no matter if you believe this story or not, believe that the lore behind it, these gravesites exist. These people died. Fact. Fact. <laughs> and so real quick, on Grace Conley's headstone, there's a carving of a hound-like creature, and its head is twisted back, and you can see a hand thrusting a dagger into the neck of the do- of this beast. But obviously it's the Dobarchu. Now, uh, so this, this- dude, I mean, I got to think back in the day, like you didn't really have a – like. Now, if I were to just dominate somebody, I would just go at them on Twitter and like, like, <laughs> totally roast them publicly, right? This dude is like, look, the most public thing I can do is like, hey, Delbarchu, check out this headstone. Oh, you can't because you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. You're right. And uh, now the headstone now, I mean, because this is so long ago, is pretty worn and split in two already. But um, this you. If you see a picture of it now, like it's hard to make out the exact image, but mm-hmm. um, there was accounts from like nineteen the nineteen thirties of the ex- how it looked and everything. Now on his headstone, um, which is perfect, he there's a carving of him and he's sitting on his horse and he has a dagger in his hand. So basically, you know, instead of like on a headstone Weird. the name and and like oh he was in the army or this was this, just have pictures of of how his wife died and, and what he did to avenge her life. Who knew that graveyards were the original Instagram? Right. You just wonder, you only get, you got one post to make it good. Exactly. <laughs> one post. You're a fool, bro. How, how, how do they measure likes? Is it like per flower that's left? Yeah. Then, but they never will find out. Right. Cause they're dead. Yeah. But cause they're old fashioned, bro. They don't give a shit about likes. It's not about likes for them. It's just about getting their story out there, you know? Exactly, exactly. And, I mean, at the end of the day, too, like, oh, actually, I don't know. I think that I'd like to see my headstone before I'm dead. Like, back then, I imagine, like, they're paying for their headstone. They're like, all right, this looks good. Right? Okay, I'm yeah. stored in the back next to the horse, and uh, we'll uh, pull it out when I'm dead. I don't know. I don't really know much about the headstone um business headstone game yeah you know what um uh, let me off, tell you off, my headstone game a1 <laughs> i don't even want to know what you're inferring <laughs> with that that's kind of weird 
Um, off topic here, but I've always, and I've, I've told my wife this, but at some point she probably wasn't listening because, you know, my dumb ass. But I want to have, like, whenever I have my will, I want to have some weird, like, stipulation in there. Like, I know I'm not going to be rich, but who knows? Maybe I'll have a nice record collection or um, somehow have art that becomes really um, valuable. But Craft cryptids. Craft cryptids are material, you know, it gets syndicated maybe yeah. uh, across the country. I want to put some stipulation in there like, hey, you're not going to have access to my money unless you have my funeral be exactly like I want it. So, like, maybe I want, like, party clowns there, like, making balloons <laughs> Or yeah. I, I don't know, you know, um, stuff me and have me like sitting up behind a desk like I'm recording a podcast or yeah, let know. me yeah bury me with my microphone. I um I told all my friends I told them this a couple times like if for you know God forbid whether let's assume we're all 88 when when I die, uh, they better all shotgun a key or not a keystone. Originally, I said a Keystone Light, and then I said, that's not, that, that's too bad of a beer. So then I said, <laughs> everybody better shotgun a rolling rock and throw it into my my Good grave. Game, there you go. Um, and then I figured for 88, at least one other person's fallen in that grave with me after shot, shotgunning a, a rolling oh, rock. for sure. You're going to bring them a little party. to the afterlife with you, huh? Play, actually, even playing flip cup or uh, beer pong on my casket. No, no worries. Right. You know, or you know what would be a good one? I would make them um, have my. Obviously, it's not me; it's just my body. But make me um, instead of wearing like a tux or a suit, I'd have to be in a um, yeti suit. That'd be great. Oh yeah, with I my would, head covered, the mask, and everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's good. That's good. I would really love, uh, not to one up you or anything, but I think I want ten dudes on unicycles playing bagpipes and i want them all to be playing uh you know different songs but simultaneously <laughs> oh god yeah are you gonna pick each each song out or you don't really care about that no part? no no i don't care I don't as long as one's playing the imperial death march you're good i i watched a dude on reddit the other day play uh like a live a live reddit stream play the bagpipes for an hour <laughs> And like he was saying, he was playing different songs, but they all sounded the same to me. Yeah, like, that's pretty hard to differentiate like, the those different songs. But yeah, so back to uh, the <laughs> Dubar Chew. That's really all I got for you because it's again, there's there's not many, there's no sightings anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I know um, in like sixteen, the mid sixteen hundreds, there was supposedly a sighting, um, and if you go online, um, there's a, a writing about it, but it's not too interesting. Grace Conley and her um, Trollock McLaughlin. Trollock McLaughlin, that name, like, yeah, of course, you're going to kill something with a dagger, like your Trollock McLaughlin. Oh, my God. I bet you one time somebody stepped Trollock McLaughlin, and he was – I can't even say his name. <laughs> Anyways, all, all, all the, joke I was, the joke I was trying to get out was that he glocked them. But I, I couldn't get it out because I was laughing. Like wow, you've, bro! You've been McGlocked. McGlo- Anyways, <laughs> you've been McGlocked. They should make a movie, and that's he's gonna be a, a like an anti-hero, like kind of like um, Venom or something. And yeah, well, you heard of McDonald's. Have you heard of McGlocks? 
Yeah. Get your Glocks, drive So through. what do you think? Is this beer leaveable? Are you chugging it? Are you tossing it? Well, I've been kind of trying to bring up some stuff while you're while you're talking. So I did not know this, but now I do. The otter is a protected animal in Ireland. Oh, no shit. Um, otters are very, apparently, like, very, uh, like, ingrained with, like, ancient, not ancient, but, like, medieval Irish life. Like, there's a classic, it was a very well-known uh, animal and like, their lore, and they saw it all the time, um, which makes me think, right, so that this is a, if they're describing this as, like, an otter wolf, essentially, which could just be a huge, like, a giant otter, you know, like a six-foot-long otter or some shit, like, and now in modern day otters are starting to go endangered in Ireland. Maybe uh, that's why. Maybe back in the 1700s, you know, there already were only a couple of them. You know, so like McLaughlin taking out these two took out like a quarter of the freaking population. You know what I mean? Like clear. Like I, I, I think it's belearable. I think it's beer leaveable. You drunk, bro? Uh, no, I've only had a, two sips of my beer. Uh, I think it's beer leaveable purely because of like. Otter. There used to be a huge otter population in Ireland. Uh, it's not like this dude saying um, he stabbed it and it turned into mist or something, right? Like he's like, yeah, I, these animals killed my wife. I fought for my life. I lived. No, um, but definitely in the movie version, um, it's not even going to be with the Dobarchu. You know, it's just going to be criminals. And when he stabs them, it's going to be a special dagger, and they will turn into mist. And he's uh, like, you've been locked, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like. And then Conor McGregor is going to have a cameo. They call him <laughs> Big Hawk McGlock. Because <laughs> <laughs> of how many doorboard shoes he's taken down single-handedly. Damn. Look, I'm just saying. We got a screenplay rolling right here. This man has a horse that's 1.2 horsepower. He stabbed two Dobor shoes, and up to that point, no one had ever stabbed a Dobor shoe. <laughs> so, and lived. And no uh, going to mess with them. I can think, you know, after stabbing two Dobor shoes, um, that in Ireland, maybe people were just going around and killing otters, like thinking they were Dobor shoes that are just yeah. otters. And You're like, oh, that's a baby Dobor shoe, and this otter's like, dude, I'm an otter. Chill. You been McGlock, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like whole, like whole tribes of people have been like, "You done been McGlocked." <laughs> oh shit! Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna say get McGlocked, is... mf'er. You been McGlocked. <laughs> yeah, uh... this is definitely um, beer leaveable. It's not even beer leaveable. It's just fact. This is true. <laughs> I mean, come on. So, are you gonna? Is this? Are these? Is Look, this I... couples just gonna have random? Um, carvings of of a Dobarchu getting stabbed and him on a horse like that's just I mean that's actually yeah. that's a good point that's something we would do right let's just have some random shit put on our our headstone and then 200 oh. le- years later people are going to be doing a podcast about us oh yeah except to them it wasn't a podcast like and in 200 years there'll be one guy in the corner of a dimly lit tavern uh just talking at a group of drunk people I guess it's just stand-up comedy. Like I feel like pretty timeless, but yeah, uh, there's a couple of professions that are pretty timeless that have been around since the beginning of time. Um, stand-up comedy in some form, yeah, of course. Of Prostitution. Course. I mean, no, that's that's, that's not good. recent. I mean, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Come oh, on, stop! Y'all. No, <laughs> leave her out of it. She's she's a good woman. She's and a then, good woman. Uh, you know, telling stories. 
So beer leaveable. I love this. Um, you know, we're Irish. So I have, That's the I have a feeling um, after reading about, you know, Big Cock McGlock, I, uh, <laughs> I'm really ready, man. I'm ready to go out there and, and visit Ireland and look for some dough bar chews. Um, yeah, I would, no, lo- I would love to go on a dough bar chew uh, trip, you know. Yeah. Like and hopefully, and I'm going out to the Irish countryside with nothing but a uh, Volkswagen Bug, closest thing to 1.2 horsepower I could get, and go. a dagger. You know? <laughs> let's um, let's tell the people about the tattoo we're thinking about getting. It's gonna be a, you know, it's gonna be a tattoo together. It's not gonna be matching though. It's gonna be one of those that. Um, when we're separate, it's not complete, but when we're together, it's going to be perfect. So yeah, why don't, your, you, why don't you tell them what we're getting? Yeah. So you've already agreed to this. So, oh, um, I have question mark. I know what you're talking about. For yeah. sure. So the problem is one of us, we don't know who's going to get which one, one of us, when we're alone and showing people, it's going to be a little awkward because they're not going to get the full story. But one of us on our left arm is going to say big cock. Mm. And then one of us on our right arm is going to say McLock. So when we're together and we put our arms together, like, oh, right, Big Cock McLock, the, the guy who yeah. filled the dough bar shoes. But whoever, but whoever has Big gets... Cock on their arm, that's going to be hard to explain. No way. That's way easier to explain. Like, like well, oh, I guess you're right. you what's your just... tattoo about? Duh. It's going to be so awkward <laughs> if you have the McLock part. And they're like, what is McLock? And you're like, uh, you have to see the other part. Sorry, it's embarrassing. Sorry. Oh, shoot. Uh, I don't know. I can't I take wait the for the memes to come there. out of this episode, bro. I took the opposite approach there. Um, uh, really? Real quick, I wanted to bring this up at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so Dobarchu, both of us are saying believable. Both are chugging it. Let me take a little chug here because this has to be official. I'm glad you got your mouth all up into the mic. Uh, the people want to hear it, bro. It's all about hearing the chugs. Okay. Yeah. It's the but, ASMR. Um, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up with really off topic because, you know, we're always on topic on the podcast. Yeah, but we, sometimes um, you got to take it easy, you know. It's time, it's, let's have some silly goose time. So what you do know? you know about the, like, the name brand retail resell hype? Like, you know, the, the new Jordans that come out. Um, yeah. The last night, my buddy texted me, and he said, hey, man, there's rumors that uh, Travis Scott's dropping a new shoe collab with Nike. There's a timer on his website. It's going to drop. They're like $190, but once you get them, they're going to sell out, and you can sell them for like 800 bucks. Yep. It sounds crazy, but I, you know about that, don't you? Yeah, I do, man. When I was in high school, a couple times, uh, I would go to shoe releases, and people would pay me to like save their spot in line. Um, or like pay me to buy the shoe before like they did. Now I didn't, I was in high school. I didn't mark it up. You know, I I think I made like 50 bucks and I could have made like hundreds of dollars. Uh, but yeah, you could be a freaking millionaire by now. And then we already have our big cock McLock tattoos, bro. (laughs) Yeah. My bad. (sighs) Oh, I made a mistake. No, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty common thing. I mean, I think like, I'm really surprised there isn't like a whole, app or business around like paying people to wait in line for you um let's do some research i bet you there is but now be, if there isn't you just said this on the podcast we're gonna have to delay yeah, the release sorry of this, that's bro. that's patented now so you can't yeah. do anything about it 
Well, no, it's not patent, and nope. that's the problem. No, it's like it's like declaring bankruptcy. You just have to de- like declare out loud the patent. I de- that Sorry, sounds patent. like something Michael Scott yeah, would say. I declare patent pending. There we go. Okay, so, Michael Scott. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, yeah, because yeah. then it, I guess there was a shirt by a brand called Supreme. I've heard of Supreme. Yeah. I don't know what the hype is. Oh, Supreme is so it funny. Sold for man. like seventy five dollars online, but it sold out, and then you could resell it for like seven fifty. It's like, what are you talking about? Supreme. Big Cock McGlock would never stand for that. He's too old-fashioned, man. Supreme is the ultimate hype beast, uh, like brand. Like they do limited pressings of everything. If you have Supreme, you're the coolest. Like people will wear. Like if if you're a big Supreme head, you'll wear all your Supreme clothes all at once. So like I might have a Supreme shirt over a Supreme like hoodie over a Supreme jacket with a Supreme hat with a Supreme shoulder bag and a Supreme pants and a Supreme, like, so like it's like they're trying to buy their swag. I think it's funny. At, at one point when I was in school, they were selling Supreme bricks, just a brick that says, swear you could look it up. And, uh, it was going for a ton of money, man. I think it, they let me look it up right now. while I have you here while you're looking it up. My buddy, he had, Two packs of Supreme Oreos. Yeah, exactly. Like the Supreme clay brick went for two hundred bucks. <laughs> like, what are these? They're just gonna. It, and it's just a brick with a stamp of Supreme on it. And so now it when I'm out so in the good. club and I'm like, "Hey, girl," and I'm just carrying a brick around, like my brick girl. Then, oh, baby, Ooh, you know why they call me? Yeah, I know you know Big Hawk McGlock, but what <laughs> you know about Big Brick? Big slip. Yeah, big brick Rick. <laughs> this we're getting weird. So I did look it up. There is a company that waits in line for people. It's called TaskRabbit. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So TaskRabbit has a bunch of different like you can hire someone to mow your lawn, hire someone to do laundry, like so you could you can hire someone to do almost any like, can you hire someone to wipe task. your ass. Um no, dude, you wipe your ass, you go near a butt, dude. Are you gay? <laughs> Fellas, is wiping your ass gay? I mean, and if I was, that's would you a, have a problem with that? That's not no. That's we're about super. Inc- we're about uh, inclusion on this podcast. That's super insensitive, bro. That's a super deep meme for anybody. Guys, out there I on need Twitter. to. Um, I need to apologize for my brother here, not being inclusive. Craft cryptids and not does, cleaning. It. I don't. I don't wipe my butt. His opinions butt. do not. His saying. opinions are not related to how craft cryptids really feel. Okay. No, dude. Oh, there's a uh, there's this whole like series of memes on Twitter where it's like um, people people say something that's like super out there, like, and then they quote and somebody quotes it and they quote like, "Fellas, is doing X gay or is doing X this?" And like, an easy example is like someone uh, someone put on there yesterday that I saw. It was like. Ordering desserts is feminine, and then somebody quotes it's like, <laughs> "Fellas, does it make me a girl if I order dessert?" Or like, it's just it's just a dumb. It's a, it's like a very weird. dumb meme format. It's really funny. No, uh, not really. I guess I hope I somebody I hope somebody makes a meme of this, and it's like, uh, you know, fellas, is it weird to date Loch Ness monster? And that I'll I'll get it going. If you guys know, if you guys know, you know. That's all I'm McLaughlin's saying. rolling in his damn grave, bro. And he's like, he's like, has a dagger, and he's like, just trying to stab it. <laughs> you think this dude after that, he never left home without his dagger. He was, 
He was like sleeping with a dagger under his uh yeah uh, Yeah. not not even under his pillow. He like was spooning it, bro. That's his that was his baby after that. That's just a that's a big old sword then if it's that big. How do you spoon a dagger? You're not you're not big old sword. He's not called Big Cock McGlock for nothing, bro. It's not about his genitals, it's about his dagger. Yes. Of course, that's what we were talking about the whole time. Duh. Oh, sorry. I'm, I I missed it. I got lost along the way. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to another episode. Um, it's nice to uh, be be rolling now with episodes every week. Yeah. Um, with content coming out for each episode as well. Thanks to our buddy Jack. Um, he's our good material curator. Um, go ahead and look up our Instagram. And for real, send us DMs, y'all. We love receiving DMs. Um, we've gotten a few lately. Yeah, we got, like some, we got some feedback too. We got some comments on our pictures and stuff. I will say, and I, you know, I always try to push this out there. Really, we would really, really, really appreciate you sharing our material out on whatever, whatever your uh, network is. So if you're a Facebooker, if you're a Twitter, if you're an Instagram, if you're a, if you're somehow still on MySpace or Zanga or Tumblr or Pinterest or uh, I don't know what other ones are out there, a literal bulletin board. Um, if yeah, you a bulletin connect- board where uh, you like do slits at the bottom so you could take the piece of information <laughs> yeah. but leave it for other people. No, seriously though, um, we would love for y'all to spread this to other people. Um, we, we got a good listener base now and we really appreciate that. Um, go ahead, share our post, talk to your, um, your mailman about us, talk to your milkman about us, mm-hmm. um, talk whatever, to your, your side cryptid, um, tell your boss, but do it in a way so they don't know that you told them just in case, you know, you got to play it safe. Uh, you know, so yeah, we love if you could share, share us and, um, you know, we're extremely proud to say that we've had over 3,500 downloads at this point uh, between all I know, of our episodes. Yeah. Like, that's we're not baller. here about, uh, you know, just we're not trying to be arrogant or nothing because whatever. There's not, but like, I saw that today 3,500 downloads, bro. Thank yeah, you guys. That's, that's, that's pretty like, cool. That's, that's weird. That's unreal. Yeah. Uh, and hey, let me shout out a couple people. I don't know your names or who you are, but like, <laughs> sh- major shout out to our UK crew. Um, we have like, like 5% of all of our listens come from the UK. Um, that's amazing. Major shout out to the one dude consistently in Asia who's listening to all of our, uh, episodes. Absolutely baller. Um, we really appreciate the international love. I, I don't know uh, how you found out about us, but I'm very glad that somehow that we are the target um, right material for you so and that whoever's in france listening to us there's yep. someone in france that's been listening the last like three four episodes thank you we did get someone in afghanistan the other day but they dropped off the map they must have accidentally clicked on us yeah that was definitely looking. like they were looking for something else and they yeah. like yeah. listen for 45 seconds they're like uh, okay. okay but yeah all that just to say thanks for listening to us um mainly me and my bro just have fun dicking around so it's been real for this episode. Uh, we'll be uh, continuing to pipe them out. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you. And we will see you next week. Um, we have a little bit of homework for you. 
And that homework is uh, just post what your favorite part of this episode was on our, our Facebook page or comment on our uh, Instagram. We really appreciate it. All right, y'all. Take it easy. Big cock McGlock. I think Bigfoot is blurry. That's the problem. <laughs> it's not the photographer's fault. Bigfoot is blurry. And that's extra scary to me. Because there's a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the countryside. Run, he's fuzzy. Get out of here. Gotta go. I have a...